Hello and welcome. You are listening to Embodied Curiosity. In this show, we will explore self-compassion and holistic health through the lens of embodiment, intuition, nature connection, and neuroscience. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm so excited for you to join me. Hey everyone, I just felt inspired to come on here today and record a quick solo episode of what's been on my mind. I feel like this podcast project has been a little slow to get off the ground and part of that is just (laughs) the logistics of setting up times for interviews with people. So, so far I've been using it to post my Women Who Run With The Wolves book review videos, which has been really awesome. I actually really love going back and listening to my own videos and my own episodes on here. And I have some ideas in the works of different series I can do on here. But today I just wanted to come on and talk about something that I am really passionate about, which is passion projects. When I was a teacher, I noticed that Sometimes I found it hard to teach academic subjects when I felt like the students were not super passionate about those subjects. Of course, it was super exciting when I had a student that loved math or loved physics and we could just nerd out, but sometimes kids had other things on their mind and I was so compelled to just encourage them to focus fully on whatever was coming up for them naturally. And this whole thing got me thinking about adults and how as adults it's such a distant memory for a lot of us to even remember what it felt like to be naturally intrinsically motivated to do something and I'm not saying to do a job or to make money or to do your schoolwork or any of those external things but just a random idea that you had that maybe came to you in a daydream or that you were inspired by seeing someone else's creative project And this is kind of what I would call a passion project. So some examples that are more obvious are someday I want to write a memoir or I want to start a YouTube channel or I want to take a picture of a sunset every day for a year or your passion project could just be knitting a scarf or a hat. (laughs) It could be painting a vision that you have often. Maybe your passion project is really big and far off in the future, like buying a property and opening a retreat center or starting a wedding planning business. A lot of times passion projects can turn into business ideas and that can be motivating for people, but I really want to stress the importance of not always attaching these whimsical ideas and passions to something that you need to make money doing. Because even though money is very motivating, it's not always clear how something we are very obviously passionate about or fired up about is going to end up making us money. And I think that stops people from working on these passion projects. As a coach over the last many years, I have helped many people through the process of choosing their passion project and taking it step by step, working on that project until ultimately completing it, which is the best feeling in the world. For example, I just finished my first 
printed cookbook, which has been a dream of mine for a decade. I have always loved following food blogs and I love making food. I love taking photos of food. And whenever I see other people that I really love their content making a cookbook, it's super inspiring. And so that kind of planted the seed for me like, wow, one day it would be so cool to make a cookbook. And I don't really know where this idea came from or I didn't really have a long-term vision or intention for it. I just knew that it was a persistent idea that kept showing up for me and I finally made the space for it to come to life. I remember reading the book Big Magic by Liz Gilbert years ago. It's a really good one. I highly recommend it. And the author talks a lot about muses and ideas and I might butcher this, but from my memory of the book, What really stuck with me is that idea that every little idea you have that pops into your mind is like its own being, its own energy force. And you could call it a muse or a spirit or just an idea. And each of these ideas really just wants to come to life through you and that's why it's visiting you. And I have come to believe that something that really helps with a lot of the issues and ailments that people are dealing with today, whether it's depression or anxiety or even health problems, I think a lot of this stems from living a life that isn't authentically lighting us up and that isn't giving us that yummy feeling inside, that motivated, driven, passionate feeling that we all crave. I think when we take an idea that we're excited about and we start bringing it through the steps of bringing it to life, that process, that creative process fills us with so much life and energy. I remember thinking when I was working full time and just super exhausted and stressed that a creative project would just take more energy and more of my time. So I'd couldn't do it. But then there are definitely times where I did it anyway or I started working on a creative project and that project not only did it not take my energy, it actually gave me energy and made the work that I was doing full-time more bearable and gave me more energy to do that work and to show up more fully. It seems a little counterintuitive, but I think this process of following our little pings from the universe, our little desires that we get planted in our minds, I think following those is actually one of the secrets to a good life. And I've been so blessed this year to really take this belief head on in my own life. And it's felt a little scattered at times because I have a lot of ideas coming through. And the more I open to more ideas, the more ideas come through. And it's a little overwhelming. I feel like I have a whole long list of projects that I want to work on now. So I am not having an issue of coming up with projects or having muses come to me. Um, But something I've always struggled with is bringing those to life. And a lot of times I'll start projects and then I'll drop them for a new exciting shiny idea, which Again, I'm trying not to judge myself for that because all of that has ended up making sense in the end. But what's really helped me grow immensely this year is committing to finishing projects and following them all the way through to their natural end, giving them a fair shot of living. And a lot of my projects involve sharing, so sharing them out to the world and hopefully inspiring others in the process. So those are just my little thoughts this morning as I sit and think about the meaning of life, which I often do. 
And I hope that made sense and that it might have inspired you to take a look at what has been coming through for you and what are the ideas that you've had, kind of like a bucket list, but maybe not so much of things to do, but creative projects, passion projects that you have been thinking about doing for years and you're just waiting for the perfect time to get around to them. I recommend writing them down on a list and noticing which ones are coming up again and again for maybe years and years. And this is your official nudge (laughs) to take that first step and see how you can plan out a path to finishing that project. Even if it's going to take years, there's always little baby steps you can take. Maybe revisit it once a week, like schedule a time once a week or a couple times a week where you sit down and you have half an hour or an hour to even just journal about the project and how you would start. Or maybe you would actually put time into doing it. And remember that you can figure out almost anything. And nowadays, especially, you can Google anything. Like if you have an idea that feels crazy, like you have some invention that you want to bring to life, but it feels like technologically impossible, there's got to be a way (laughs) to do it. If you thought of it, there's got to be a way. So I encourage you to Google around and maybe check out YouTube for different tutorials or see if any other people have made anything similar and get inspired. And hopefully you'll feel what I feel when I do this, which is really fired up and lit up about life. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to Embodied Curiosity. I hope you picked up some valuable insights to inspire you to stay curious and embodied.